So you really need to manage your time extremely efficiently to ensure that you're actually running a company and not just treating it like, you know, it's some sort of part-time project. Hey everyone, this is Rick and welcome back to the Seed the Startup Journey, the entrepreneurship podcast sharing the origin stories of amazing founders and their companies in short, less than 20 minute episodes. Today, I'll be interviewing two of the youngest entrepreneurs to be on this podcast, Karan Dalal and Arnav Tandon. Karan and Arnav are students at Homestead High School in Cupertino, as well as co-founders of PetCode, the ultimate pet management system that uses QR tag, website, and mobile app to help you easily manage all aspects of your pet's life. Hey, Karan and Arnav, to start us off, can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves as well as your company, PetCode? Uh, yeah, so my name is Karan. Uh, I'm actually a high school junior from Homestead. And my name is Arnif Tandon, and I'm also a high school junior from Homestead. And essentially what our company PetCode does is we offer an all-in-one pet management system uh, so that pet owners can streamline and de-stress the pet ownership experience, if you will. Uh, so with our website, our mobile app, and our QR tags, um, like I said, you can manage all aspects of your pet's life, primarily safety, health, and their social well-being. That's awesome. And so you guys are probably the youngest entrepreneurs I've had on my podcast so far. So what made you guys get this idea? Like, what, how did you come up with it? Yeah, so actually, PetCode was started back in March of 2020. Uh, Arnav and I are the co-founders. And so basically, this was during the period of when, you know, the shelter in place order was placed in our county. Um, you know, our schools had closed and there was kind of no foreseeable future where they would open within the coming year. And at this time, like I said, it was difficult for the schools to make that transition and keep that same workload that we had. Um, and so basically there was really a lot of time and not much to do. And, you know, both Arnav and I are have always sort of been the entrepreneurial type to like always start something, initiate something. And during this time, we just started coming up with ideas after ideas. You know, can we start something? I would pitch Arnav an idea. He'd say, all right, no, this doesn't make sense. And he would pitch me an idea. I'd say, here's the problem. And as pet owners ourselves, when we came up with the idea of pet code, we realized, you know, how beneficial a platform like this can actually be. Uh, we realized that, you know, not only, like I said, can this um, help pet owners with their pet safety, but we can add a bunch of additional features to this thing. So it initially started with our QR tag and then we built off from there, uh, encompassing all the features that we have on our product today. And since I'm also a student and I know how much, you know, schoolwork can sometimes be overwhelming. So how do you guys balance between, you know, academics and running your business? Well, it definitely is a challenge, as you mentioned, but I think remote learning has really made it a little bit easier on us. You know, we save two hours a day in commute. And I think with all the free time that we now have, it's really just a matter of organization, prioritization. So, you know, both myself and Kron, we're the really organized, you know, the spreadsheet type people. So we like to like create a to-do list of everything to do with the day, knock out schoolwork. And then I'd say we call probably each day and try and knock out things on our agenda. And so it's really just about staying dedicated to the idea and keeping the big picture in mind. And I think that allows us to revisit Petco day after day and still feel fresh and wanting to work on it. And, you know, Karan and I have sort of mentioned it as it's sort of like a break from schoolwork in the sense that, you know, when I'm feeling burnt out, you know, after doing calculus or whatever, I can go to Petcode and sort of use a different part of my brain and exercise a different skill set, which I feel has been really valuable for us. Sure. So you guys mentioned you started in March of 2020. What has been the most challenging moment so far since starting this business? Yeah, so I think 
I think that's a great question because um, for us, at least, as we've moved, uh, progressed through different stages of our uh, company, its founding, there have been, you know, different challenges to come up at different points in time. Uh, so like, you know, back in March, when we were just starting out, the most challenging thing was, you know, is this product feasible? Should we spend, you know, our coming months, maybe even years worth of energy building into this idea if no pet owner really wants it? And, you know, we did some product um, testing. We asked uh, fellow pet owners, you know, would you like something like this? And that's when we were met with, you know, a lot of, hey, this is such a great idea. You know, it, this would be really helpful, helpful to me and things like that. However, you know, as we continued, the next challenge came up, which was finding a team that would, you know, be able to uh, create this idea along with us and really, you know, stick their heels in and uh, join us for the journey. And I think at this point, you know, and the sort of an underlying theme um, that we've seen to, uh, throughout the founding of the company, as in, you know, challenges, is where do we go next? You know, really determining um, what are the next steps to take in order to be very successful? Because uh, right now, like I know there aren't a lot of teenage research uh, resources out there to help teen entrepreneurs uh, in the sense that, hey, here's step one, step two, step three in, forms, uh, in terms of forming a company. Uh, so I think, you know, just really knowing where to go next, knowing what the future holds is uh, definitely the most challenging um, question that we face so far. Mm -hmm. So how do you find out, you know, what your next steps are? Like, do you go about reading books or maybe watching YouTube videos or podcasts? Yeah, I, I, it, what I'm going to say is probably going to pan into what you're going to say. I'd say one thing which uh, Karan does, which I really enjoy is sometimes, you know, we have a meeting and we'll just like get up a whiteboard open on Zoom and we'll start saying where we're at right now, what's stopping us from reaching our end goal. And I think doing that really helps us course correct really frequently. So we're not going down some rabbit hole and we look back, we'll say there's a sort of a trail of missed opportunities. So that's one thing which I like that we do. Uh, in addition to what Arnoub said, we actually also have a couple mentors who are, um, you know, already are industry experts within, you know, their various spaces and um, having experienced, you know, many entrepreneurial ventures themselves, they're definitely able to provide a lot of good feedback in terms of, you know, um, here's where you should steer your ship next and, you know, don't steer your ship towards the iceberg. Mm -hmm. And are these mentors like from your personal network or is it related to maybe your high school? Um, like, where did you find these mentors? Yeah, so I'd say we sort of dip into two of those categories which you had. First, there's uh, this organization called Silicon Valley Score. So it's like a network of retired, retired professionals and executives. So we, in the beginning, in like the very, very beginning, I'd say first two to three months, really went there to shape the high level vision of what we wanted to do. But from there, I think just like talking to people, coming on podcasts like this, we, we met a lot of people who have given us uh, a lot of advice along the way. For example, we recently got advice from like a VC that was a family friend of ours or an, or a professor that was a family friend as well. So I'd say all of these mentors really help. And finally, we do have one long-term mentor. And so he re reviews our stuff probably weekly and, you know, stuff like pitch videos or press releases. And so all of that has really added some legitimacy to what we're doing. That's awesome. And so kind of on the flip side to the most challenging moments, what would you guys say were the best or most satisfying moments so far? Yeah, I, I think I can take this one. I'd say the there's probably two of the best moments. The first one would just be the looking back part. You know, if I looked in March when Karin and I just texted a Snapchat group and, you know, we started a Slack workspace and started working on this. If I look back then, if someone told me in 
March that I would have a team of eight and that we'd be so close to coming to a Kickstarter. We'd have a product video. We'd have established relations with the manufacturer. You know, I would have been blown away. But, you know, right in the moment, it doesn't feel like that. So I feel like that's some of the cool parts. You don't even see the company growing as much as it does. And I'd say the second thing would probably just be personal growth. I think I can speak for myself and Karan that there's been a lot of organization, public speaking, pitching to people, graphic design. You really develop a good scrappiness, I'd say, when you're an entrepreneur and especially a small business because there's not a lot of resources out there to help you. So you really have to hustle and get them. And so I feel like wherever pet code goes, those skills will stay with us forever. And so where are you guys now along with the business? So you mentioned you're launching a Kickstarter soon. Uh, yeah. So currently we've built out basically our demo product, our MVP, if you will. And um, that's what our team has been working on and is still currently working on. Uh, like you said, within the coming months, we plan to launch on Kickstarter because as high school students, you know, we don't have a lot of capital, uh, a lot of money to play with when it comes to things like business registration and marketing, which is a huge expense um, these days, and uh, just like overseas manufacturing. Uh, so by launching on Kickstarter, it'll provide us, provide us with the necessary funds to sort of jumpstart our business into life, uh, get into actually selling the product, getting it into pet owners' hands everywhere. For long-term goals, um, we still have a lot to decide, you know, obviously as high school students, uh, there's a lot still up in the air in terms of what this company will look like after we go to college um, and, you know, in the future. Uh, but for now, we're focused on, you know, taking our little wins and running with them. And that also got me thinking, like, because you guys are so young, have you ever ran into any problems or challenges because of the fact that you are young? I'd say definitely when you're, I'd say the most issues which we've come up with is just when you pitch the idea to someone, I feel like there's always this uh, air of concern or uh they're sort of looking for a fault to pick at, which they can rightfully do so because we're an all-teen company. So I'd say definitely when we're, you know, giving our pitch deck to people, there is that sort of stigma, I guess. But I'd say once people see what we have and once they see how much we've planned out, uh, we've gotten their feedback that, you know, this is competitive with like college-level pitch decks, stuff like that. So I feel like while it is difficult as a teenager to develop legitimacy with our business, I'd say uh, it's an uphill battle, but we're definitely on a good path for that. So what advice would you give to, I guess, someone like me too, um, who is a student, but I'm interested in entrepreneurship and wants to potentially start something of my own in the future? Yeah, I think, you know, the real advice is it's essentially two words. You know, it comes down to organization. Um, how well are you going to, you know, devise a strategy to succeed with your business as well as your grit? Um, where are you really going to put in the time and the effort to make your business or your startup, uh, you know, a real success? And um, just personally, being a teen entrepreneur, it is difficult. Uh, you also have school to balance. I'm sure as a college student, you have that as well. And it's really difficult um, in the sense that, hey, do I budget this amount of time to run the business? Or, you know, do I just prioritize my schoolwork and uh, hope that I have enough time to, uh, you know, refine different aspects of my business. So you really need to manage your time extremely efficiently to ensure that you're actually running a company and not just treating it like, you know, it's some sort of part-time project. Uh, personally, you know, for me, I think daily reflections are a great way to do this. Um, it really allows you to analyze how efficient your day is. Are you making the most um, out of every minute, out of every second in your day? And then um, in grit wise, you know, it just takes time. You just got to stick to your guns. You're in it for the long run. You're not going to you know, build the next Amazon overnight. Uh, so you really got to just 
you know, put the time, put the work, put the organization into getting it off the ground to a place where you want it to be. One more thing which I'd like to add is if you really believe in the idea and you're really passionate about it, I really do believe that if you're scrappy, if you really just put in that work, as Kron mentioned, grit, that A, you won't get burned out or discouraged at the business because even if you fail, you still have that long-term vision ahead. And B, as I mentioned before, it's fun working at it every day. So uh, I'd say that's the more fun, less intimidating part of being an entrepreneur is that you get to bring your own idea into the world that you really love. That's awesome. So to wrap things up, I'm actually going to try to play a little game. Um, the way it works is I'm going to ask a question and I'll count down from three. I want both of you to answer it at the same time. Sounds good. All right. So the first question is coffee or tea? Three, two, one. Tea. Coffee. <laughs> All <Yeah. laughs> right. Java or Python? Three, two, one. Python. Python. Nice. Okay. Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos? Three, two, one. Elon, Elon Musk. Oh, okay. <laughs> the next one might be a little bit dividing, but who spends more time working on pet code? Three, two, one. Kron. <laughs> Last question. Dogs or cats? Three, two, one. Dogs. dogs. Do you both have dogs? Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of our team is actually pet owning. They all have dogs. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's it for today's interview. Thank you both for coming onto my podcast and I wish you the best of luck and stay safe as well. Thank awesome. you. It was really nice meeting you. Here are three things I learned from chatting with Karan and Arnav. Where do we go next is a constant challenge Karan and Arnav and I believe many of us face when we are growing a business. Determining the next steps towards success is difficult, especially for a path like entrepreneurship where every day could be a roller coaster ride. The way they assess the next step is by constantly reflecting on where they are at and what's stopping them from reaching their goal. They do this at almost every meeting and it's helpful for course correcting and staying on track. Besides being super young, Karan and Arnav are also very good at organization and grit, which are the two most important things they believe student entrepreneurs should have. Being able to balance school, business, and life in general requires excellent time management and prioritization skills. You also need to be able to stick to your business and be in it for the long run. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to see more of our takeaways from this interview, go check out our Instagram. We will also be collecting questions from our audience there, so be sure to follow us at seed underscore startup underscore journey. It would mean the world to me if you would share this with your friends, leave a rating and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us. We are almost at 100 subscribers on our YouTube channel, and when that happens, I will make something special. With that, Let's grow our seed of innovation and creativity together, and I will see you next time.